presented by No Guts, No Galaxy. New music from one of the brain children that brought you the No Guts, No Galaxy soundtrack. Nautical Monsters by Animatronic. All systems audible. No Guts, No Galaxy is recorded in front of a live studio audience. This is an adult podcast containing adult language. Consider yourself warned. Are you worried that your HPG mail is getting read by house spies? Switch to Comstar Mail Plus to get the best security. Comstar Mail Plus. We know what's happening, and we are here to help. You're listening to the Gamecasting Broadcast Network. Live from the outreach studios around the world, this is a No Guts, No Galaxy podcast. And now, your host, Phil, a.k.a. Sean Lang. Welcome to the No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 96. My name is Phil, and I'm your host. It is November 13th, 2013, and my shadow, it's going to go out to Scott Sir Edvard for the Battletech Dominion uh, card game. If you haven't checked it out, we have a whole thread about this. He actually um, has a multiplayer contingent. Um, it's not set up with, like, built-in um, uh, programming, so, like, you have to know the rules, but... He tested it out with his brother. It works, and I'm actually going to be sitting down with him and uh, playing this, streaming it on NGNG TV as well, and uh, it's awesome. It's what we played at NGNG Con. He was actually there, and I just want to say, dude, this is awesome. Um, I actually sort of maybe got him in contact with Randall Booms, too. I'm just, just throwing that out there, so you never know. Darren, what about you? Sounds like a Christmas gift in the making. Hey guys, this is Darren, a.k.a. Bombadil, and as Phil and I have mentioned in the past, even if you're a hardcore MechWarrior Battletech fan, it's good to mix it up a little bit, to play some other games from time to time so that you don't get bored, so you don't get burned out. It's kind of like in a marriage. It's good. No, that's not a good example. Well, anyway, it's good to see other play other games every once in a while, and one of the games that we do play every once in a while is Arma 3. If any of you are into Arma 3, please join us. We're often down in the free-to-game podcast uh, area on our TeamSpeak. And if you do play Arma 3, go in there and do a search for NGNG, either under the host or the mission, and you should find our server and come and join us. What about you, Brandon? Hello, this is Brandon, also known as Catcher Kell, and my shout-out's actually going out to... If anyone is in Fredericton, New Brunswick, Canada and you're just hanging out on November 23rd, come down to the local Tabletop Games Day at both the UMB Library and the City Library because there's going to be awesome Battletech as well as Dungeons and & Dragons and all these other great tabletop games. And I'm going to be wearing an NGNG shirt, so if you show up, wear your NGNG shirts. What is this? It is a tabletop game day that they hold every single year, and one of the biggest games there, surprisingly, is actually Battletech, so the more you know. Yeah, but what day? Uh, it is November 23rd. Thank you. You're and welcome. Laura, what about you? 
Hey guys, uh, this is Laura, obviously. And my shout-out today goes to Demon Stalker of Arcane Publications, who will be GMing his latest modules at AetherCon, an online RPG convention held this weekend, November 15th through 17th. Mmm, dates. Dates are good to have. And of course, welcome to all of our live studio audience and all of our new uh, listeners out there, wherever you are in the world. Hey, we just want to say, if you like what we're doing over here at NGNG and you want to support it, hey, just become a sponsor today. Here's some information and a link below. All you got to do is donate and you guys get some kickbacks and giveaways and stuff as well. And we do appreciate every uh, donation. Thank you so much. Hey, Phil. Yes. Black Friday is coming. You know what that means? Shopping, maybe? That's right. So before you go buying all kinds of expensive electronics and games, please click on the appropriate Amazon or Tiger Direct buttons and banners on our website and forum before you buy anything. Help support the show while shopping for cool stuff online. It doesn't add anything to the cost of your order. But it's a great way to support the show if you don't want to or cannot donate directly. I'm not allowed to buy anything expensive because I have to pay for a wedding and all that stuff. So. Serious? Yeah. No, actually, I, 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 I do well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and of course, this week's Catalyst Game Labs sponsorship giveaway. We've got Week 23, Hexpack Cities and Roads. I'll be announcing the winner of the Tiro 3039. Uh, probably after the show, I'll send them an email and post up who won. Good luck to whoever that is. And of course, uh, this is just a hex pack, uh, so if you need it or want it or whatever. Anyways, all you gotta do is head over to this link, register if you haven't done so already. And this week's question is... Let me pull it up because I totally had a brain fart. What uh, does the mech say? No, it's no. Post, post a comment in this thread with your favorite chicken walker battle mech. Yeah, I got specific. We're opening that up. So that's all you gotta do to enter to win. And bam, there you have it. All right, tonight, guys, we've got an awesome guest. We've had him on the Twitch streams quite a bit, especially recently. And uh, yeah, I just wanna say welcome to Jaeger. Uh, Tyler, are you okay with going by Tyler? Is that all yeah, right? Yeah, that'll do. It's fine. All right, Tyler. So uh, you, before we go any further, too, I just wanna say he does stream quite a bit. And I would highly, 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 highly recommend you watch his streams i actually ninja watch you guys and uh, study a little bit and and listen and learn and see how you guys roll it would behoove everyone out there to watch you and your fellow sjr and buddies play because you're gonna pick up a lot of information but enough of that Go well, ahead also i'd like to mention there was somebody that was watching our stream this morning and said don't ask questions here as if uh that was some kind of big crime but what i but what's important is that jaeger loves being asked questions the guy is a wealth of information and if you like to ask questions get more info about the game go watch his stream and ask so yeah uh we've already sort of introduced you tyler but uh do you want to give a shout out to anybody out there uh, just a quick shout out to the Run Hunter Die League. We're in the playoffs right now. We've got three matches left in total for the season. We got Blackstone Knights versus Swords of Kantaris later this week. And we've got Headhunters of Davion versus Steel Jaguar. And the winner of those two matches will face off in the finals. Tech, so, yeah. Well, let, me, let us know too if there's going to be a stream of that so we can push it on uh, Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that because a lot of people like watching those. I don't know. Maybe if you guys are doing uh, commentary, just try not to get as excited as I did at uh, the launch event. <laughs> that shit was awesome, though. Anyways. Meow, meow. Um, so maybe Did someone does it. with that recording feature that uh, <laughs> the pull away. Make a gif of it, right? Someone's going to do it, you know. Um, so anyways, someone may not know who you are. You were actually one of the team captains at the launch party. And you guys, you, you sat down and you said, I will be back and we are going to win. And what did you guys do? 
you kicked ass and chewed bubble gum, and there you are. You, you, you guys really won it. That we took names. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. So uh, for everyone out there, Jaeger is one of the I would say top uh, commanders, I guess uh, you know if you will, out there. So. Um, again, that's why we were saying check out his streams, listen to him, uh, get as much information as you can out of him. Use him, abuse him. He likes it. At least he does now. Anyways, can you give us a little bit of uh, feedback about like what your battle tech in MechWarrior history is? Uh, back in elementary school, I was first introduced through MechWarrior 2. Uh, that was my introduction to the battle tech. And then I picked up a lot of the novels soon after that. And I've just kept up as we've gone. Uh, you know, MechWarrior 2 Mercenaries, all three, four pretty much played all the games, and it's been a long time we've waited for uh, MechWarrior Online, but it's here. I was going to say, so you went video games and then sort of got into the series. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, I, I got introduced to the novels, and then that's how... It's always funny, it's 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 interesting. Most people got introduced to MechWarrior 2 first because they had like a free CD, um, or you know their big brother or dad or whatever got into it, or if you're Darren, you know, Noah hooked him up on the ARC. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, so... I love the fact that he read the novels, though. We have plenty of people on here that, you know, uh, have played a few games or whatever. But uh, somebody that's reading the novels as well, I appreciate that. So, that being said, which out of all the MechWarrior 2 games, out of the three, I should say, which one was your favorite? I think I enjoyed Mercenaries. Yeah, that was my good favorite. Choice, good choice. <laughs> Why would you say that's a good choice, George? Just curious. Because that was the best one up until mm-hmm. now reasons not because because <laughs> because i said so i was gonna yeah. say by the way uh george will have his computer tomorrow so i know everyone was asking so there you have it all right so oh man i gotta go out of town tomorrow i can't even pay i can't huh. be here to sign it you bastardville all right so all right, tyler, tyler back to you, tyler how, how long have you uh been playing mwo have you been here from the start i luckily got in the second week of closed beta so i've been playing for a long time Heck yeah. So you've been here uh, from the very beginning, and I know we were talking about it on the stream. Um, the game has evolved so much. I would say, actually, the evolution has sort of slowed down, obviously, as they lock down the systems, but you've got uh, Lunchbacks, you've got the Goss Cat, right? You've got the uh, no damage transfer and all that going on. Yeah, for all those that weren't there, it was a wild ride, and literally every patch was like huge different swings like it would literally change like across the board oh well that that doesn't work anymore <laughs> um so who are you affiliated with in mw i'm with steel jaguar we've uh, we're a competitive focus team we don't uh try to take a place in the lore we're focused completely on competitive gameplay and we've taken a part in uh ev- pretty much every league that's been out uh, all user created of course Starting with the Run Hot or Die tournament in closed beta. I've heard sure a lot of that. chatter that uh, SJR is, if not the best, one of the best units out there in competitive. Would you agree with that? I completely would. <laughs> <laughs> not being biased or anything. <laughs> uh, but that being said, yeah, you guys have been around for a while. The Run Hot or Die League started way, way back when. And uh, obviously, you know, let us know. You know, when you guys are doing new stuff, obviously you said you're winding down, you're doing the, the playoffs. So when you guys have signups, let us know so we can get other people that information if they want to. If And I will say this, if you're wanting to get into the competitive scene, these groups are good. Like, <laughs> Hey, actually, 
Tyler, what does it take to get into SJR? Not that I'm looking to leave my unit, but I'm just curious for people that might be interested because like, hey, they're the best. I want in. What does it take? Uh, Steel Jaguar practices five nights a week for two hours a night. You need to dedicate at least 20 hours a week to the game, but you only need to show up for six hours of practice a week, minimum. Uh, besides that, we all applications are put in and reviewed by all members of Steel Jaguar and then voted on. And we usually invite people to play with us, drop with us quite a bit before we make them prospects. And it's open to anybody to apply, so feel free to go to sjrgaming.com and throw in an application if you think you've got what it takes. Awesome. Now, that being said, as I was saying earlier, if if you've never played any of the competitive matches, if you've never watched any competitive matches, if you haven't played really high ELO players, which a lot of these guys are, and all the SWK, SJR, I mean, all these groups, HHOD, I mean, all of them out there, you've got a bunch of units. It's a whole nother ball game. I mean, these guys are highly skilled. They're going to be hitting you. I mean, you make one mistake in there, and sometimes, well, you pay for it. So just keep that in mind. This isn't your, uh, you know, uh, your random pug matches. So if if you think uh, you have what it takes, definitely look into it. It is uh, it is intense. But uh, all right. So let me go ahead and ask you another question, and then what we're going to do is just move on with the podcast and just have you chime in and give your feedback, and uh, we'd, we'd be glad to hear it. So, what is your current favorite mech for competitive play and pug play? My favorite mech for competitive play would be the 733 Charlie. And for pug play, I've really been enjoying the Shadowhawk 2D2. Now, what is your setup on that 733 Charlie? I've been running for a while. I did not create the build, but I've been running. Classified. uh... You're not allowed to know, (laughs) Darren. Shut up. Is that what the Charlie stands for? Classified? (laughs) No, not quite. But uh, two UAC5s and two PPCs with a standard 300 engine. Awesome. Very effective. Yeah, yeah. We've seen the numbers during twitch streams yeah we know all right so we're gonna go ahead and move on and again uh yeah you're feel free to chime in we want your feedback on all these topics and again thank you for you know uh, being on the show tonight and of course thank you for doing what you do in the community and and twitch streaming and i would say again um he (laughs) streams pretty much every night so you can watch one of the top tier players and and you know groups uh play so pick up and obviously go out there and uh give him some support so all right, so for MechWare Online, uh, we had the DirectX 11 test. Um, obviously, post your feedback. There's feedback on the forums, and there's a ton of information. Um, I still think that uh, the mechs looked amazing in the Mech Lab. Just going to say that again, Brian Eckman. Um, he said it was three-point lighting, which, if that's what three-point lighting does, I want it everywhere. I want it to follow me around in real life. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yes. I'd be like, I'll look amazing. All right, we've also got uh, just a slight reminder. The Saber packages delivered next month, December 17th. It's already almost here, guys. Three Wolverines, three Griffins, and uh, we do have a few confirmed so far, and that is the Griffin 1N and the uh, Wolverine 6R. Anyways, if you want to go check those out, they are on Sarna, by the way. And possible variants, Brandon, what did you find for possible variants? Possible variants? Oh, geez, there's a whole bunch. Um, there's a slew. There is a lot, and I mean a lot of Wolverine variants out there. Just definitely go take a look through Sarna, and just, I have no idea what to even expect. So, I guess this, uh, Tyler, have you guys, obviously the competitive scene, you guys look far ahead. Have you guys already looked at the Wolverine Griffin, and what do you see coming out of those? 
And we're looking at him right now as fulfilling kind of the same role as the Centurion A previously did in competition, which is with the, you know, the zombie scent, three SRM-6, two medium laser. And we're looking at him to fulfill those same roles because they almost have the same hard points. The Griffin has three in the right arm, three energy, and three missile in the right torso. But as soon as we see SRM uh, hit registration get fixed, we'll probably see those mechs come into competitive play, but not really until then. And obviously the the big advantage would be jump jets on that, correct? Absolutely. I mean, Seven jump jets, yeah. Now, um, speaking of the SRM, I actually have not seen any issues with the SRM personally until today. I ran the uh, zombie scent, splat two, I think, volleys, maybe three on a Jenner, and it just walked away just laughing, and I was like, Oh, okay, so now I know what people are talking about. But uh, even worse when you broadside an Atlas and you have consecutive no-hit red shots. Yeah, I was that, like, ah. That can change a game. That can be the difference between a win and a loss is based on that registration, and can't really afford that. You guys yeah. got to get new Aztecs. They're just loading duds in your rock. Is that what they're doing, right? Training rounds, not, not live ammunition. All right, so... Obviously, the Wolverine and the Griffin, 255-ton mechs, jump-capable, just like the Shadowhawk. When they announced these, I pretty much was in love with them right off the bat, just just because I do like... I think jump-capable mechs just are tremendous. Uh, just, just even if you have one jump jet, it makes a huge difference in being able to have that maneuverability. Canyon Network, I mean, Crimson Straits, I mean, all these maps definitely benefit. Even River City, I mean, Alpine, just to be able to get up over a hill or to get over a building but then on top of that you're talking about the medium weight class having pretty much the most battle mechs across the board and i know a lot of people are like oh well mediums don't have a place blah blah, blah. i run mediums all the time i love them so i'm looking forward to them uh, and then on top of that i guess what i'm wondering is are we gonna ever are we gonna see any more is mediums for a while you know obviously they haven't announced what the next mech is it makes you it's wonder apparently a light mech yeah, the next one is Light Mech. Uh, Brian did confirm that. So, And with the Wolverine 2, the Wolverine has ballistic in its right arm. So what I'm wondering is, are they going to allow it to have uh, an AC-20? That's that's a that's a big one. That could be a, a game changer as well. It looks like it has a hand, so I'm guessing it has a hand actuator. So at least for the variant we can see, I would say no. All right, moving on to... Um, that's pretty much it for Mecha Online. Not a ton of information. Obviously, we got the patch coming up next week. But moving on to the Dev Stalker. Nico Snow posted up the upcoming cockpit item changes. Um, Brandon, you want to talk about those? Yeah, certainly. There's a few changes going to be coming to some of the cockpit item things. Uh, the biggest ones... These, of course, are all cosmetic, but there's apparently going to be some new um, slight changes. The biggest one is that your banners are no longer going to be on the side. Or rather, they're going to be on like a stand in the front, so they're more visible. So you don't I guess, directly have a in your windshield, directly in your face, obscuring every viewpoint. Nerf now. I was going to say, man. if you're in a locust, man, there there goes your yeah. whole entire viewport. <laughs> the, the, the prime variant locust with <laughs> right. a banner right in front. Forget seeing it all. I've got a roll cage. Now I've got a banner. What do you want me to do, people? And apparently, uh, the uh, hanging items have been reclassified as uh, mounted items as well. So there's I'm interesting. I'm okay with this. Actually, to be honest, I've never really liked how the banners were off to the side. You, I never saw them, unless I... It, especially with the default field of view, you would never see them. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And then to see them, you have to hit, you know, left control and look around in the cockpit. So um, I'm okay with that. I think that's awesome. Obviously, you don't want to 
to obscure the viewport too much, but I mean, I, I'm looking at the picture. I'm looking at the picture right now, and that's not bad at all. And plus, you know, I can have I think a big old Davion. I think the Davion should be bigger, yes, because you know it's superior in all ways and shapes and forms. But you know, that was weird. All right, and then we also had Brian Ekman and his Twitter and eBay. Um, someone was asking, any chance we'll see? Uh, seeing a CC update on Community Warfare Loyalists this month. Oh, and thanks for returning FSWG in next patch. And he says he'll have some nice info to share soon. Had a few weeks out of the office. And then the next one, which I saw, I think it was yesterday or Monday, um, someone was asking with the new UI 2.0, are we going to be able to sell armor and ammo? And he said yes. And we actually had someone ask that in the Twitch chat today. And I was able to say, yeah, Brian did just say that. So... Awesome. Two birds with one stone. So there you have it. All right. For MechWarrior Tactics, um, we've actually reached out and we're seeing if me and Darren uh, can do a few more streams. And this would actually be on NGNG TV. Rematch. Um, yeah. We definitely need rematches. And, you know, we want to we want to be able to play and we want to be able to get you guys up to date with what's going on, share it and stuff like that. It's looking positive so far. So we'll let you know as soon as possible. And we may have an answer tomorrow. So uh, stay tuned on that. We, we do want to stream it, um, but uh, obviously we have to make sure it's okay before we do that. All right, so Mech Manor Gold, the modding corner, if you haven't checked it out or don't know what it is, uh, basically I sat down with a few programmers and next thing you know, it's spun into something that's actually happening. And what's going on is I'm working closely with a few programmers, um, primarily the, the one programmer doing most of the work right now. His name is Kelly. Uh, he goes by uh, Tigris. What we're doing is we're modifying all the files and he's created a GUI, a control panel, and we're able to edit through this GUI, weapon editor, pilot editor, unit editor, uh, and then obviously there's a big file called the GameSys editor. So what does all this mean for everyone out there? It basically means we can add weapons, change all the values to the weapons, simple, easily, just clicks. It's all GUI. You don't have to open up any um, Excel spreadsheets or anything. None of it. It's all GUI, which is really awesome. And then uh, pretty much the, our next goal, uh, we've already done the testing, is to group the campaigns, the original and the expansion together. Um, we've already done testing. It works. So we can do that. And that's seamless. That means basically when you click on the original campaign, it goes through the original and CIRMAC all in one go. So you still have the same mech, still have the same mech words, everything. So it's a big deal, um, and we're going to be posting up more info very, very soon. Um, I'm doing uh, a little bit more testing on the control panels, making sure everything's good to go. So as when soon as will the multiplayer be ready, there, we can't do anything about that. I was just poking at you. Can't do anything about that. I know a few people have asked. Um, I'm saying, just set up a, something they could do hamachi with. Just make it a land. I don't know. Uh, well, basically, we're worried about we're we're doing. It's going to be a lot of work because. At the very beginning, what we're doing is taking the original campaign, adding Cermak, and then what we eventually plan on doing is remaking each mission, but more balanced towards the changes we're going to be making to the weapons, i.e. actually using um, Battletech cannon setups. Uh, the Timberwolf isn't going to have two ER PPCs, four LRM racks, and no, it's actually going to have two ER large, two, you know, two mediums, all that. So we're going to be adding and changing all that stuff up. And uh, it's actually pretty cool. So all these tools basically make this job so much easier. And um, got a question for you, Bill. Uh-huh. Does it have Google Plus integration? <laughs> oh shit! You die, sir. You die. 
All right, uh, next thing up is the Battletech the board game. And actually, I'm going to open this up uh, to some of you guys because I'm not very familiar with this, which is funny because someone was just talking to me a few days about this. Possibly a new Succession Wars board game. I don't know anything about Succession Wars. So I remember this. What, do you remember what it was about? No, I didn't play it, but I remember. I, you know what? I want to do this. When is this coming out? Uh, it's still in talks at the moment is the thing so yeah. right now it's just kind of testing the waters of interest so that's why i love really succession hype this thing era. Up. i yeah i don't really know um so i'm gonna go ahead and and because i don't know much about this uh go ahead x up right now and chat and uh we're gonna we'll get, get some feedback maybe a few answers from you guys if you guys have ever played if we have anybody in the audience that has played this game and wants to just uh sort of give us a rundown of what it what it's about That'd be awesome. Going once. All I can tell you is it's about 30 years old. Going twice. No, not 30 years. What do you... you Mm -hmm. Try 300. Yeah, Uh, yeah, also that. I don't... No one in chat is Xing up, so I think... uh, I think Dagger66 put it uh, the best. It's... Is it kind of like Monopoly, but in 3025? I want to build starports. I want to be the hand iron. I can tell you. No, I want to be the wheelbarrow. All right, hold on, hold on. So, someone just linked... Someone just linked us, uh, and here's the description. The Succession Wars is a grand strategic game set in the Battletech universe. The game system is not overly complex, but does feature money, taxing, and expenditures, technology levels, and leaders, characters from the Battletech continuity who have multiple uses. Uh, Note that despite what the box copy below implies, all five houses are uh, always in play. Playing with fewer than five people requires at least someone to play multiple houses. Uh, furthermore, there um, there are in fact only two scenarios provided with the box: one for the third or possibly fourth succession war, starting in 3025, and one for the first, starting in 2786. So, uh, let's see. Um, the succession totally wars. Remember we need that to play box. This in and I remember I couldn't afford it. That's why I never played it. I was, you know, I was a young guy back then, and I couldn't afford oh, the succession wars. I just realized they got pictures of Comstar money. I, I've seen that. I've seen that box art. Yeah, it's, but I, I totally didn't know what that's taking me back. That's that's awesome. I didn't know it was a uh, as a board game though. So, anyways, I, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send uh, Randall an email about this because I want to know more. I, I hope I don't know. You know, it'd be awesome if there's like electronic versions. Again, I say that because there just aren't many people around here that play BattleTech. I mean, um, and that, that's always you know benefit having an electronic version. But going back to the shout out i gave out for the battletech is it it's dominion or is it domination because domination it's based off domination okay i thought i, I well, said the game it seems similar to is dominion but in the script you have it as domination yeah I'm, that's why so fusion dominion card game i thoroughly enjoyed it uh did, brandon did you play the engine i did Com? get to play it was absolutely a blast and i really hope something does come out of it because it definitely has it, it has a really nice blend of what a you would assume like a deck build if people are familiar with deck builders where you have all the cards in front of you and then you just try to build the best deck possible out of the cards you have in a box set it's very it it would work very well as something like that and i would love to buy and i mean it just was fun it was fun to play it was fun to sit down for like two two hours and play it was great yeah i i was the first one up he sat down he explained it and i mean if i can get it anyone can get it and then once and then once i got into it it was like oh yeah that's that's awesome and then I'll tell you another game I've been watching, and it just makes me want this this game he's created. 
in a you know automated you know online format is Hearthstone. Like, I just watch it and it looks so fun. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want a BattleTech version of that. So I remember I sent an email to Scott and I was like, dude, you know, you know, are you moving forward on this? What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm already working on an electronic version. And um, so I've actually got him in touch with Kelly. That's who the programmer is for the Mech Commander. And he actually recommended a different program. So anyways, he's going to look into having it so it's all automated, you know, so it'll, uh, you know, go back and forth. You don't have to know the rules per se. It'll, you know, anyways, but yes, yes and yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Adam just linked me uh, for Succession Wars on Amazon. It's only going for $409. So, oh, that's chump change. That's chump change. I'm wondering, though, if I can get my daughter to skip like uh, Candyland and Shoots and Ladders and if I can get her right into that. Straight to the giant robots. Good choice. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm glad I've got like four box copies on my shelf. Let me, right. uh, nah. <laughs> God, that'd be oh, wait, nice. You mean real money, not C bills? Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, so I want to go ahead and open up uh, the floor to some community questions. Obviously, uh, guys, you know, we don't have anybody from uh, PGI here. Garth isn't here. Um, but if you have any questions for us or specifically Tyler, uh, now is the time to ask away and uh, get some out there. So, all right, so Verger has a question, but it's for me. So, uh, Verger, go to unmute, ask away. Hey, guys. Um, Phil, you know how come you didn't think the Jester Mech was going to have jump jets? What was all that about? No, yeah. I... I didn't. I said we don't know if it doesn't. What was that about, though? There was there yeah. wasn't any there wasn't any proof in the the screenshot. We didn't we didn't I'm know. Curious where that rumor got started. Yeah, I don't know. Did something know. bad happen to you when you were a child, and that made you? Say sounds that. like sounds like uh, Brandon and his. <laughs> hey, in his I tracked down the date in which the rumor started. Thank you very much. I'm not creepy. <laughs> no, nice. you're a All right, cool. <laughs> Hope that was a. Good enough answer. All right, X up. Anybody else got another question? All right, Deep Beep got the question. Deep Beep, unmute. Ask away, good sir. Deep Beep. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. Uh, I was wondering, has NG&G ever thought about doing, like, a radio broadcast? Like, original stories with sound effects and voice acting? Oh, man, yes. In fact, I've talked to George about that. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. In fact, probably since we started working with George. Um, But it has not happened. I love the old radio dramas. Um, I bet George does as well, and I've totally thought we could make that happen. Just haven't done it yet. George, what do you think? Oh, it's definitely doable, but you guys would be really amazed at how much work it is. Oh, an insane <laughs> amount of work. You well, I think yeah. we realize that, uh, but people may not yeah, realize. Yeah, I general audience. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's incredibly time-consuming to do it, you know, because you don't want to do it so it sucks. <laughs> so I think what I would do is just test the waters, like maybe try and do just one little introductory type thing and see what it's like. I mean, if there's enough support and interest, I'll try and uh, add that to my to-do list. Well, like somebody's pointing out, um, our own guy there, Thrilling Adventure Hour is an excellent example. But you've got to realize those people are all pros. They know what they're doing. They can make Big it time. look so easy. It, it It is. You could ask anybody that I've been working with lately how not easy doing just voiceover <laughs> stuff <laughs> side straight has been uh, commenting about how difficult it is he's loving it but man uh, you're you're working him to the bone so speaking of fan-made projects because i'm about to tell you guys about a project and it's on hold until well until Wait we can second. get more time yeah, what you're talking about the project the yeah project. and you're the, just gonna the, come out and talk about it right now uh, yeah, yeah. I figured uh, give him the because it's it's not happening, you know. Until I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Wait, you, 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 I shouldn't tease it. 
keep no we are we've teased Let the shit out of it that's enough what. that there's a secret but then don't tell them wow that's that's cruel evil Brutal, i was huh? i was gonna i was gonna show them honey the... that's marketing and folks <laughs> out there i have no idea what they're talking about or i'd tell you because all I right don't phil care. show them <laughs> do it you, you think i should out of the closet uh -oh. do it. but you have to show if well actually you know it. what no i'm gonna i'll put it up on youtube After and you i'll put it up on youtube and that you way you guys can give us our face only for like a week yeah, I think uh, we can do something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'll put it up on is, YouTube. This is what a marketing degree gets you. And uh, we'll go from there. And uh, you guys... And the reason I say this is it's just a short little clip of something. And I was totally blown away. And I really wanted this to go. But, I mean, it would literally... Yeah, uh, you guys will see. Anyways, uh, Coffee and I'll have a question. Coffee, go to unmute and ask away. Hey, well, I was just going to ask about uh, any of your clan shirts or anything like that. Uh, and G and G short and store with the uh, you know the clothes and everything. You know? Haven't seen any or heard much updates on uh, new, new stock and definitely new designs. Something like herbs. I I can answer a little bit. I'll let Phil answer some too. Uh, basically, PayPal fucked us. They all of a sudden switched us over to um, whenever somebody donates to us or pays for something, we don't see that money for three months, ninety days. They're holding our uh, reserve money in reserve, and we've been on the well. I've been on the phone for hours with these motherfuckers, and so far uh, nothing's been resolved. So basically, uh, our whole financial situation got um, you know complicated complicated did you tell them you were a non-profit no no i did not okay good i know better than that but anyway so it completely tightened up what we're able to do we did just order some mugs we are ordering the clan shirts we're just doing it as fast as we can as the money clears but this is money from you know three months ago so that basically just kind of cut us off at the knees as far as merchandise goes um, but we are working hard to get back to uh, having a stock store and getting but at the end of the day it's really not up to us and that's been the unfortunate thing i've talked to a few people about it that's why the faction shirts we had enough to cover the davion but the other ones so we may be refunding everybody the money if we can't order those and we know it's been a while but we just there's Believe nothing us, we can do. You know, we, <laughs> we talk about it every freaking it's, other day. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things where we can't say, okay, let's do a pre-order for Clan Ghost Bear shirts. I mean, just wouldn't do anything. I mean, we'd have to wait 90 days. So we may look at switching from PayPal to another service. Actually, I think that's something that uh, me and Darren uh, have to have long conversations about because there is some issues behind that, um, such as form integration and stuff like that. It's just, it's sort of a pain. So... Yes, yeah. unfortunately. Brandon says, digital currency is the future. What could go wrong? Uh, everything. Yeah, so... All right, any other questions? Verger's got another question. Oh, Verger, go again. Why not? Oh, I was just going to ask Jaeger um, how long he's been doing the competitive scene for MWO and what kind of got him started. I've been... Uh, my introduction to the competitive scene, my core online, was actually the closed beta Run Hunter Die tournament. I wasn't with Steel Jaguar at the time. I was on another team. But that was my my intro, and since then we've uh, I've just kept up with the scene and uh, applied to Steel Jaguar a bit later. What's kept me going is really the the guys I drop with. It's it's great to have coordinated drops with a group of people you know and can trust to get that spider off your back, things like that. And if anybody hasn't tried to drop in the twelve man queue or hasn't joined a unit, look into it. It's really rewarding to play with other people. Tyler, were you? did you play competitive in any other games before this? I have not played competitively in any other games, no. 
when I, I I didn't really either before uh, World of Tanks, and once I played it, it was like random battles. I could almost I couldn't tolerate them anymore. Uh, competitive was so much fun. Organized was so much fun um, that it was very difficult. Are you experiencing the same thing? I'm sorry, Sagan. Tough to. Well, it's just for me. Once I did, comp- you know, once you go competitive, you can't go back. Is basically oh, what I'm saying. He got the taste. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it would be it'll be difficult for me to in this game go back to playing casually. And if I ever look at playing another video game in the in the future here, uh, I'll probably be looking into the competitive aspect as well. Yeah, but like I said previously, it's just been casually playing video games. Uh, but now, yes, I've got a taste. There's just something special about working out tactics with a group, especially when they become your friends and, you know, all that kind of stuff, and just things coming together and working. I love when a plan comes together, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I know me personally... I've actually played multiple games competitively, and I like having both, though. Yes, it's nice doing the competitive scene, but then it's also nice just to not have to worry about anything, just go play, just have fun. Because sometimes the competition, it's not about fun. It's about winning, right? Uh, yes, there's an experience, and there is fun you know, in that experience, but the ultimate goal is to win. And uh, so sometimes that is lost, and that's where I like you know, pug play. But you know, one thing I've talked to you a lot about, Tyler, is you know, weight matching in pug play and even you've said the higher elo bracket it turns into you know salt online and you were saying you are ready for weight matching even to happen just so that doesn't happen and today i don't i don't know if you guys saw this on uh, today's stream we had uh, on the opposite team we had 11 assault mechs on a match and they lost though we had five and uh, uh or three or something like that it really well done by our team but uh, it was a very difficult fight uh, because of that. So how do you see that in the 12-mans? Like, wh- what are you wanting out of the competitive scene as far as, like, matchmaking in the competitive scene? Well, if Community Warfare uh, has everything that the competitive community wants, com- uh, Community Warfare will probably become where we compete. If not, I hope the they get the private lobbies in where people can join and not have to sync drop against each other. And then the player leagues will continue. People are still having a lot of fun playing competitively. What do you think about the difference between the competitive leagues, like, for example, uh, Proxus versus, say, I don't know, any of the other ones? Do you like the logistics? Do you like the market? Steel Jaguar is not in Proxus uh, this Proxus season. We were in it last season. But, yeah, it was really enjoyable, and that's the closest thing we've got to Community Warfare, I'm sure. And I ran it for Steel Jaguar, so I know the ins and outs and all about it. And it was really enjoyable. So I kind of hope Community Warfare will be like that to an extent. And that's that's what I love about when you start putting the context in Battletech, it, it shines, right? It that, becomes Battletech. That's well, what yeah, Battletech is all about. Yeah, that it's not just, you know, um, you know, you throw your mech out there and you win, you, you know, lose and blah, blah, blah. It's some mechs, you know, are more available, the price of repair. and re- I mean, all of that, you know, moving around assets and just a ton of stuff like that. And where I like it is the fact that at least from a proxies that I've seen is not all the cookie cutter mechs get taken because they get too expensive because, you know, uh, they keep getting used and the price goes up on them. Uh, you know, so that's, that's always really nice to, to see. And uh, obviously I would say it probably changes it up quite a bit as far as the, uh, the units involved as well. But I do know, uh, Brennan, you guys are in Merrick campaign. How's that going? It's going pretty good. It's uh, wrapping up here fairly soon, though we're entering into the last turn. So 
things should be heating up. Should be quite a few good matches and matchups coming up here now. Hey, we had a question uh, from Adam via Brandon. It says uh, conjecture on the next light max. Actually, Tyler, I'd like to know: um, Are you guys, you know, at all interested in what the next light max is going to be? Do you care? Uh, is that even, you know, like as far as competitive play goes? Are you hoping that it's going to be a particular mech? Oh, absolutely, but I'm also kind of scared of what it might be, and rumors, what I was hearing was that it was going to be the Firestarter, perhaps. I don't know if these are credible at all, but a jump-jetting 35-ton mech with ECM and lots of energy hardpoints sounds like it will do everything the other 35-tonners do, but better. So it's kind of worrying. We don't want just one mech to be able to dominate. We'd like to be able to have variety, and but if that thing comes in, we'll shut down the Jenner and Ravens. Panther. It's going to happen. <laughs> is is the Panther uh, controversial? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Because Brian said it's going to be controversial. It looks like a kitty. That's controversial, right? Okay, for dog lovers, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's the thorn. It's obviously the thorn. Urban it's mech. The scorpion. <laughs> Urban mech. Isn't so we're all over 35 the place. tons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, scorpion's totally 35 tons. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, so... No, and I, I totally understand. And, and that's actually one thing we were talking about in one of the Twitch streams a few days ago was a lot of people don't realize, or I would say really put, maybe not you don't realize, but like really put in some thought of the translation from Battletech, right? That in my opinion, MechWarrior has been separate from Battletech and needs to be. And one of the things is, you know, uh, in the tabletop, it doesn't matter what a mech looks like, right? Because all it is is, uh, you know, left or right, you know, center torso, arms, legs, blah, blah, blah. That's all it is. It's a random, you know, hit detection. You throw that into a 3D environment, changes things, um, you know, and that that's important. And then the size of a battle mech, the speed of the battle mech, all these little the things poor awesome. come to play. <laughs> poor, poor awesome. The school bus. Hey, uh, Verge has a question for Jaeger. Verge, go ahead and unmute and ask away. Um, yeah, I was just going to ask, um, I've been running a few 12-mans uh, just on random Fridays and stuff like that. Do you have any advice for uh, leaders or people who would want to do such a thing like that, just as like a first-time sort of thing? It takes a lot of experience to get good at it. So I would suggest uh, you can watch my stream or you can uh, check out anybody else's. But there's uh, just take it slow at first, trying to find uh, the good movement locations, how to get to your enemy with taking as little fire as possible. And try to engage the enemy in your ideal drop deck capacity. So if you're a sniper, try to keep your enemy at range. If you're a brawler, try to maneuver in and get in close with your enemy. Just make sure you're using all your advantages. I would say, Tyler, hit me up. Let me know if this is true. But a command wheel would be awesome to be able to issue. <laughs> yeah, God, please, oh, yeah. now. I've got shot so many times in this past like Sitting weeks. Sitting there typing. No, no, I'll open the map really quick, and I have to click and guard or attack here, and do, 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 do. I look up, and, well, they're, okay, well, <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, and voice communication is absolutely necessary. So get on TeamSpeak or whatever you've got with the guys you're dropping with. One thing, um, I, I've, I've realized this, and I was talking about this, I think, yesterday uh, when I was in the Highlander, is we were on Caustic Valley. We had a pretty extended match, and... We were pushing on the right side of the caldera, and, and Tyler was like, man, Phil, you're at 95 health. And I was like, well, I couldn't really do a whole lot of damage because there's a lot of pop-tarting and hill-humping, and I didn't want to stick my head out. But it's the idea of 
to reduce the damage you take because you may need it later on and to always play like that like just get it a part of your normal routine doesn't matter what mech you're in unless i guess if you just go out there and just have fun or whatever you know just sort of have that mentality of every little bit of damage matters and you may need that just one medium laser worth of you know armor at the end you never know all right, guys, that wraps it up for today. I just want to say thank you again to uh, Tyler for joining us. Again, make sure to check him out on his stream. Uh, obviously, we'll provide the links in the show notes and everything like that. And uh, I do appreciate you being a part of the Twitch stream and, of course, the podcast. Thank you for being on, Tyler. Thanks for having me. And thanks, thanks for what you do for the community as well. No, thank you. All right. Of course, uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone, our community, our other staff members for supporting us. Hey, guys, make sure to check out us on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. I'm posting up a lot of content on YouTube, um, a lot of videos. I've been uh, I'm sort of testing the water, seeing how many videos I should put up a day. Um, Obviously, I don't want to flood too many videos, but, uh, you know, on the flip side, I want to get you guys a lot of mech porn. So let me know if you guys like that or if you don't like it, even though now Google Plus in the comment system, I apologize. Fucking Google Plus. I can't even talk to anybody. So, if, yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Anyways, but uh, anyways, thank you guys. Uh, make sure to check out all of our new content. Uh, Critical Hits, uh, The Spy vs. Spy, I loved it this past week. And I'll be posting up the uh, Dust Bowl Shindig next Tuesday as well. I got the latest episode or uh, comic from uh, Sir Dub Dub, so I'll be posting that up. So anyways, guys, thank you again for coming out. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy MechWare podcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's show. This is Phil. And this is Darren. This is Brandon, also known as Patrick Hill. This is Laura. And this is George. Until next time, Mech Warriors. It'd be best if you avoid me, but I know you probably can't. You sense something is wrong with me, you can feel it on my skin, but there is more with it. Just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever